Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is an entertainment podcast and the research we do may come from semi-unreliable sources. Welcome to Research Rebuttal Podcast. It's the podcast where two stubborn friends prove each other wrong. Each week, one of us will be the researcher and one of us will be the guesser. I'm Rachel Teichman and this is Paige Dempster. Hello! And today, we're going to talk about sea monkeys and pumpkin spice. I'll be your researcher today, and Paige will be the guesser. Let's get rebutted. Hey, Paige. Hi. How's it going? I have had a week, but it's over now, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Um, I had a little bit of a birthday celebration last night. So wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rachel's 24 now. I feel like 24 is not cute. It's it's not. But (laughs) (laughs) you're also the youngest of our friend group. You're always the last one to turn the collective age. Yeah. And the oldest of our friend group is already 25 and has been 25 (laughs) for several weeks now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. What a world we live in. I know. I know. It's just like, it's just getting to me. Like when you're 23, you're like still kind of borderline cute. And then when you hit 24, it's just like, oh, I don't, I do not think 23 is borderline cute. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about, but as far as I'm concerned, like after you're 19, you're no longer allowed to be cute. I mean, I don't know. You get a 20 year old and they're like, no, that is just an adult oof were you an adult when you were 20 absolutely not I'm still not an adult yeah I don't know if I am either uh whatever whatever so a very adult thing to do is to have a pet such as sea monkeys right yes that's the pinnacle of adulthood is buying sea monkeys yeah I was like yeah anything you'd like to share yeah, you know, a couple of weeks ago I was at work and I was like, I'm gonna buy some sea monkeys. And as the adult that I am, I logged into Amazon Prime, ordered myself some sea monkeys. Next day, there they were. And two weeks later, I got sea monkeys. It's wild that you could just buy living things on Amazon. Well, are they living? We're gonna find out. Oh, okay. What's a sea monkey? Well, it's not a monkey. Um, I assume it's some kind of little crustacean. Yeah, it's an artificial breed of brine shrimp. Artificial? Artificial. Okay. They were invented. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) When were sea monkeys invented? (laughs) Sea monkeys, the animal question mark, were probably invented, this seems like a 40s or a 50s thing. Yeah, you're right. Okay. 1957. Ah. By Harold von Braunhut. Harold von Braunshrimp. 
Yeah, Harold von Brine shrimp. Yeah. What's the name of the breed of shrimp? Brine. Artemia NYOS. Oh, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> Me neither. Why are sea monkeys marketed like that? Like what? Well, you know, they have, like, the illustrations of, like, the giant naked shrimp people living in a castle. What? Yeah. I've, listen, I've never had sea monkeys. This is, like, my first time ever learning about them. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was a thing. And I'm slightly, I don't want to say mortified, but just a little bit. Yeah, they're, well, okay, so the answer is it's to sensationalize them to children. It's to be like, look at these magical sea creatures that you can have of your very own. They're like people and they have like pitchfork things and they have families. They have families? Yeah, that's how, it, that's how it's marketed. Oh, did it work? Yes, very much so. Huh. Because as we see, they were invented in 1957 and here we are in 2021 with a grown adult buying them. So that's true. Yeah. Do you, okay, so you've never had them. Do you know how it works? Like, so, okay, I've seen people have them. What I think it is, is you get them and they have to like hatch or something. And then they turn into said sea monkey. And like, there's also like tinier shrimp in there or something that will hatch alongside of the sea monkeys and then they also swim around and the sea monkeys predate on them and that's how they survive for a little while and then they eventually die yeah kind of yeah so you know enough for me to ask this question how do brine shrimp hatch from an egg that's been sitting on a shelf for however long um Maybe there's like some kind of activator or maybe it's like, oh, you must press the button to start the incubation process. Um, Like, does the hatching process start like as soon as you open the box, basically? Well, there's there's a couple steps that you have to do. Oh, I did not realize this. Yeah. Yeah, so basically they undergo cryptobiosis, which is suspended animation permanently when living conditions are bad. So the eggs think that they're in an unsurvivable habitat, and instead of just biodegrading and dying, they just freeze themselves. And then when the conditions are right, they resume life. And so if you get them in that state while they're eggs, as soon as it's in a good environment, they'll hatch whack i know and so therefore are brine shrimp immortal um this gets into an interesting this could potentially be an interesting discussion (laughs) i if they can do if they can do suspended animation like even after they've hatched and like their food supply has dried up if they can go into suspended animation in those conditions, then I suppose there are other types of like quote unquote immortal animals that I know of, such as so, the lobster. Um, no, I was thinking of the immortal jellyfish and the immortal sponge. True, true. Yeah, but <laughs> I didn't realize there was an immortal lobster. 
Yeah, lobsters are basically immortal. I don't know about that. Well, in the wild, without human interruption, lobsters are basically immortal. Well, they'll, they'll die eventually, but they get, like, very large. They also get, like, extremely old. Yeah, they'll live to, like, 60 years old, but they're not going to be, like, the 10,000-year-old sponge. Well, wait a second. Do I need to do... do No, 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 no. Shut up. We're doing a lobster episode next week. All right. All right. (laughs) We'll settle settle this next week. Great. Um, So, yeah, brine shrimp do die, but as far as I know with eggs, I think the suspended animation allows them to stay as eggs forever. But does the egg count as a living thing? Well, now we're getting into like like <laughs> my body, my choice territory. My brine shrimp, my choice. <laughs> Let's just and leave it I at that. Say it's my brine. Well, actually, it's your brine shrimp. Shrimps <laughs> only you can decide. Well, for now, they are alive. Okay. My brine shrimp, my choice. Your brine shrimp, your choice. What do sea monkeys eat? Um, they're not, okay, I don't think they're actually other shrimp. They're like little trilobites or whatever. What, that they eat? Yeah. Uh, no, they eat yeast and spirulina. Yeast? Yeast? Can you feed them, like, can you just, like, sprinkle a little pack of yeast in there and then, like, keep going? I don't know. I get the feeling that they probably have a special formulation, because, like, they give you the food in the kit. Oh. Then it's like you have to buy more. Yeah, but but, like the serving size for like an entire tank of sea monkeys is literally like it's the smallest amount. Like it lasts a long time. Okay. And also you have to buy food for any other pet. So yeah, but it's like they give you a little bit of food and then like they don't sell it anywhere else. So you have to keep going back to the sea monkey man. So he'll keep giving you food and then he makes more money. Well, that's how businesses work. If he were going on Shark Tank, he would be given a deal immediately. Probably, yeah. Kevin O'Leary would eat that shit up. Yeah, exactly. Like a sea monkey. Like a sea monkey. <laughs> Where do sea monkeys breathe from? Their butts. Their feet. Oh. I wish they breathed through their butts. There are things that breathe through their butts. I didn't think it was that outlandish of an answer. It wasn't, but I like to hear it. Yeah. To give a little bit of background when you buy a sea monkey kit there's like a three-step process step one is one packet and it has a big one on it and it's the so-called water purifier and you put it in the tank of water for at least 24 hours and then after that time period you put in step two which is the eggs and so and then of course step three is the food and that's ongoing and I want you to tell me, what is the lie regarding the step one water purifier? You probably don't have to purify the water. It's not water purifier. It's what just it? eggs. It's eggs. Well, why would they do that? Okay. So this one, this <laughs> Take one, it easy for a sec. <laughs> this one blew my mind because. <laughs> I've had sea monkeys a number of times through my life and to find out that that's not water purifier, it's just eggs. I'm like, what? 
I didn't realize there was like sea monkey conspiracies going on. There is a sea monkey conspiracy going on. And oh. and what the water purifier is, so it's eggs, right? And then the reason for this is when the eggs hatch, they're too like the shrimp that come out instantly are too small to see. And so because there's they're little and then they're babies, they're cute. So then after the 24 ish to 36 hour mark, and this explains why the packet says to wait like more than 24 hours is because during that time that you put in the so-called water purifier, the shrimp grow bigger over the course of like that day. And so the idea is that yes, the eggs do instantly hatch, but when you put in the step two, part of the instructions is to like swirl the water around so that they like dissolve and stuff. And in reality, yes, it's more eggs that you're hatching, but the sea monkeys that you suddenly see swimming before your eyes are the sea monkeys that you hatched from the day before that were just too small to see. Oh, (laughs) that's wild. And they do this because it's, it's for impatient children who want instant pets. That's what I was thinking about. That's really funny, actually. I cannot believe it's not water purifier. It's just (laughs) eggs and food. That's that's so weird. But yeah, it's literally eggs. I actually, like, I think that's a brilliant idea. It is. It is. But to find this out as an adult when I just went through these steps, like, a couple weeks ago, like, I legitimately thought I was using water purifier. Like, is it? Are they allowed to lie like that is the thing. Like, do they put on the package anywhere in, like, the fine, fine print that the parents would only read? Like, these are actually eggs. It's just trust us on this one. No, they don't do that. That should be illegal. It's, that- I, I, it did occur to me while I was reading the instructions that I thought it was a little weird that, like, they give you, like, a time range and they say you must wait at least 24 hours before putting in the next packet. I'm like... I don't think that's how water purifier works, but if that's what the instructions are, I'll do it. Hmm. So I, so that's how I did it. And now that I know this, I'm like, yeah, there's absolutely no reason to wait. So if you, as an adult, decide to buy sea monkeys, you can just put in the water purifier and like the second packet and let it rip, basically. I, I guess so. And have a sea monkey explosion. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't see why not. I don't know if that would change anything, but yeah. As as long as you're patient, I don't see why not. Yeah, and by patient, like literally a day. Yeah. Right. So the next question is, can you eat sea monkeys? Like, they're just brine shrimp. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) I feel like now, I don't know. Um, Listen. You, we go into the ocean all the time and open our mouths, but we probably shouldn't be opening our mouths. Mm -hmm. We're probably ingesting tiny little creatures like that already. Now, would I pop open the cap of the sea monkey tank and drink it? No, but you probably could eat a few and be okay. Yeah, like it, it is just brine shrimp. And so it's probably fine. It won't provide much nutrition, but it probably won't hurt you. I did read a story about uh, someone who had sea monkeys as a kid, and then their dad came home all tired and drank a glass of water, except it was actually the sea monkey tank. <gasps> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. So like, and he was fine. So it's probably fine. And a, a fun fact is New York City tap water is not technically considered kosher because oh. there are microscopic crustaceans in it. Oh, that must be really annoying for like a lot of Jewish people. The thing is like the vast majority, like even the most religious Jews in New York City usually will still drink the water. Like some won't, but the vast majority do. Maybe you can just use like a Brita, like on your faucet. Or like I well, I don't know if that would actually make it kosher though, because like making something kosher is more complicated than oh, that. So once okay. it's been contaminated, I don't know if running it through a Brita would actually count. But I could be I don't I don't know. I'm not in this community. New York City should get a giant Brita filter and put all of the water in that first before sending it out, perhaps. Also, when your sea monkeys die, you should totally make a stir fry with them. You're not wrong. (laughs) I would try it. Well, like I I was thinking that like I should have been farming sea monkeys when my turtle was still alive because I could have like. Oh, yeah, that would have been a good idea. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe that in the 10 years I had a turtle, I never thought to do that. Oh, yeah, that would have been so smart. You can, like, grow them and then feed them to your turtle. Right. Or, like, have them live in the same tank and then and, let your turtle go hog wild. Yeah, and sea monkeys, like, they'll keep reproducing as long as you keep them alive, so. And, like, I bet, like, I wonder if, it, like, there could have been some symbiotic relationship where, like, your turtle produces things on its body that the sea monkeys can eat that would be a real dream you should look into that you should get another turtle (laughs) like just think about it don't tempt me (laughs) was harold von Braunhut a neo-nazi and can you guess one of his quotes the fact that you're bringing that up makes me think he was a (laughs) neo-nazi yeah (laughs) (laughs) One of his quotes, though, is don't knock it till you fry it. And that's his quote on consuming the sea monkeys after they die. I truly wish that was the quote. What is the quote? Well, first, yes, he was a neo-Nazi. He Big, sent- wolf. Big shocker. <laughs> yeah, he sent funds to Aryan nations um. and said, quote, Hitler wasn't a bad guy. He just received bad press. Oh, no. He also funded $12,000 for a gun to a KKK member and showed up to various white supremacist meetings. No, the sea monkey man is evil. And he grew up Jewish and changed his name to Von Uh, Ronhut. That's just... Like, my brethren, what are you doing? Can't believe the sea monkey man is evil. Can't believe the sea monkey man is evil. He also, fun fact, invented, like, some of the other most iconic toys, like, gag toys of that time. Like, do you know the whole thing with the x-ray glasses that were being marketed to children at the back of, like, comic books? Yeah. Oh, that was him. That was him. And they didn't even work. Yeah, right. No. He was a very good marketer. Did I ever tell you that your, tur- that your turtle tried to commit suicide when I was watching him that one time? 
yeah yeah i feel like you you definitely have told me about this yes okay he i was cleaning out squirt's tank and i put squirt on the counter i was like stay here while i wash your tank and obviously he didn't understand me because i look over and he's making a break for the cat for the edge of the counter which is like a three foot drop onto the ground so i caught him mid-fall and i put him in my bathtub yeah he was very much a bathtub turtle i can tell he did not like the counter at all no not at all i think squirt didn't like me. <laughs> squirt didn't like most people that's fair when he died, I gave him a burial in uh, the, the pond at the swamp, the lake at the swamp. Oh, where, where the alligators are. came from. Yeah, where the oh. alligators are. Oh, in South Carolina. I thought yeah. you were talking about the one in, o- in, in Oakland. No, that's not where he came from. Oh. And uh, when I, you know, tried to put his body in the water, it um, kind of fell out of the tank faster than I expected and um some water from the lake splashed up on my face no no (laughs) it's just like you're trying to have a sad moment yes and the the gods are like let's kick and then it goes like splash the gods are just like let's kick this one while she's down yep oh no yep that reminds me there's this one youtuber i don't remember who it was but he was telling a story about when he was little he had like a goldfish that he absolutely loved and eventually the goldfish died so his mother like took him out to like the pond to like put it in the water and so he dumped the water but like the fish stuck to the glass so he's like shaking it desperately he's like start like bawling his eyes out and the mom was like trying to keep like a straight face but in the inside she was like dying and I feel for that oh I love the hat thank you so much for saying that did someone make that for you no I actually bought it but it's very obviously handmade and I have so many questions about it you know some questions are best left unanswered that's true (laughs) I bought it at a store right by where I live like I saw it while I was buying something else and I was like I need to buy this (laughs) I love it uh for those listening it is a denim baseball cap with rhinestones all on the rim blue and green and then in big black cutout letters that are just like daintily glued onto the hat it says sexy and right that hat is Yes, and uh, as for the goldfish thing, yes, that is hilarious and kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, true or false, sea monkeys can reproduce both sexually and asexually. True. It is true. Oh, that's weird. It is weird, if, but if it's these, true. If these little stinkers like get out into the ocean, they are going to wreak havoc potentially if they can reproduce that fast yeah i have no idea if they could live in the ocean but maybe i mean they are brine shrimp but they're like an artificial breed of brine shrimp so i have no idea that's why i think it would be so hectic if they got out because it's like this brand new thing that shouldn't be in the wild or has never been in the wild is suddenly introduced into the wild what does it do that makes me want to dump a 
pack it. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Don't do that. Have you ever heard of the butterfly effect? Yeah. What if you speed up global warming or something? Oh, no. Yeah, it's your fault because you happen to just dump a thing of sea monkeys into the Hudson River. (laughs) Climate change is Rachel Tyson's fault. Yeah, (laughs) that'll be like on the headlines of all the newspapers. Oh, no. Well, Rachel, Rachel Maddow will be talking about you on her show and like be like, anyway, this dumb millennial thought it would be a good idea to one, buy sea monkeys at the age of 24 and two, release Excuse them. Excuse me, the I was 23. River. I was 23. Okay, last still week. Still cute. Uh, still cute. So she was still technically a child, she says. <laughs> anyway, Rachel Maddow, I love you. I hope we hear from you soon. And... Now it's time for a word from our sponsors. Are you tired of deceptive marketing? Do you buy something when you see it at the back of a catalog because it looks that cool? Only to get it home and realize it was all a hoax. Then you need hoax goggles. Simply call the number at the back of this ad, place your order, spend $19.95 plus shipping and handling, and a couple of weeks later, you will receive your very own deception goggles. That's right. We can change the name of our product whenever we want. Hoax goggles. Never fall for another deceptive marketing ad again. In stores tomorrow. Brought to you by the American Citrus Council. Hey Paige, did you get your hoax goggles? I did. And they're actually labeled as rapid fire goggles. Oh. <laughs> Oh, and you can't come up with a joke fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) This is how this is going to work. I'm going to give Rachel one minute to answer as many questions as possible. And if you hear this noise, that means she got it right. And if you hear this noise, that means she got it wrong. Are you ready? Never been readier. Okay. Where is vinegar derived from? Vinegar plants. Where's baking soda derived from? Alkalide. Name one thing made of carbon. Carbon drums. Is it a punishable offense to honk your horn for no reason? Yes, in certain jurisdictions. What does a la carte mean? It means like you can buy one at a time. How much pee comes out when an elephant pees? Oh, like 20 gallons. Do whales pee yellow? No. How many chunks big is a Minecraft world? Seven trillion. Name one Nirvana album. Never mind. What year was Adobe founded? 1993. Do sugar cookies have brown sugar? Not typically, but they could. Okay, that's that's time. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to get one more question in, and then you had to do... The, well, they could. They can. Like, find out. they don't usually, but like, you can. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. I have, I had to skip a couple questions down because I came upon a series of questions that needs to be asked in a row. Oh, okay. So we will do that next week. Do you know if whales pee yellow? I have no idea if whales pee yellow. Maybe that's why the ocean is slightly green in some places. Oh, I'm sure that's the answer. That or seaweed. God only knows. 
God only knows. What are we talking about now? Pumpkin spice. Cool. It is August 27th and both Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks have released their pumpkin spice for the season. Happy fall. Oh, that seemed, that's early. I think they should, should have waited another month. Yeah, well, they do this every year and I, it works because people buy it. I didn't know that. I've never, I think I might have had pumpkin spice once and I can't remember the experience. I love pumpkin spice. I actually just got a pumpkin spice iced latte from Dunks a few days ago. Oh, how was that? It was good. I love pumpkin spice. And I will say that the only Starbucks in my neighborhood randomly closed down last week. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I don't know if they're reopening. I don't know if this is permanent, but um, I had to make a special trip. Well, first of all, I couldn't get my birthday drink because of that. Mm. And I did finally get to Starbucks later in the week. And they have a brand new flavor out, which you have got to try. It is Apple Crisp Macchiato. Really? Oh, that I can get on board with. Oh, it is awesome. Next time Liz and I go to Starbucks, I'll totally get it. Yeah, you need to. And it's it's only seasonal. So like you gotta get over there. Like like they're like that syrup tastes like apple. Okay. Yeah, I never whenever I go to Starbucks, I never like actually get like the fancy drinks. I used to. I used to be like a big frappuccino drinker. Yeah. But as of right now, every time I go, and really to any coffee place, I just get a medium iced coffee with nothing in it, just black. Well, that's a healthy choice. It is, but then it's like, and sometimes I need a little spice in my life, and maybe that spice will be pumpkin spice. Let's find out. Let's find out next week on this episode of Research Rebuttal Podcast. No, not yet. Ask what questions? What is pumpkin spice? It's like a syrup that you pump into the coffee and then it makes it go yum yum. Well, that is one form of pumpkin spice. Are you, do you mean like the ingredients in pumpkin spice? Yeah. Like, are you aware that you can like go to the store and buy a pre-mixed package of pumpkin spice? Yeah, I know that's a thing. And I know you can, with relative ease, also make your own quote yeah. unquote pumpkin spice. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've watched the Food Theory episode on pumpkin spice. I know a little bit about this. I don't think I've seen that one. It's a good one. Oh, okay. Um, it's mostly allspice and cloves and cinnamon, I believe. Mm-hmm. And a, just in a surprisingly small amount of pumpkin. <laughs> well, in the spice mix itself, there is no pumpkin. It's just yeah. spice. Yeah. Because yeah. then you would add it to the pumpkin pie, which is the pumpkin. Ah, yes, yes. So yeah, generally pumpkin spice is cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, and clover allspice. It can be a combination of all of the above. Sometimes you can leave one out. Some people add mace. It just kind of depends. And so you've only had one pumpkin spice experience despite like all of the products that it's been out. Like, yeah, I mean, like I don't, it's not that I dislike it. It's just that, I don't know. I just. I never really jumped on the trend when I was younger and I just like never have. Well, do you like pumpkin pie? Um, it's not my favorite pie, but like okay. it's fine. I'm more of a pecan pie girl. I like pecan pie. But yeah. yeah, pumpkin pie typically has pumpkin spice in it, whether you make it yourself or you add it. 
Oh, I'm I'm talking about like pumpkin spice lattes specifically. Oh no! So this is a general pumpkin spice episode. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, we do get into the pumpkin spice latte, but like that is not the focus. Okay, so I have had it before, just not in coffee form. Okay, and do you like it? Yeah, I think it's fine. Again, yeah. not my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I I love pumpkin spice. Um, I do prefer that my pumpkin spice products have actual pumpkin in it. Yeah, that's understandable. Like I happen to love pumpkin and the spice and I want them together. Like a beautiful marriage. Right. Like a beautiful marriage. When did pumpkin spice become an official thing? This was more recent. Mm Mm-hmm. This was like 2003-ish, in, to my knowledge. Well, um, so McCormick, the, the spice company... Spicy boys. ...put pumpkin spice... They called it pumpkin pie spice at the time, mm. and then later shortened it to pumpkin spice, but they put it on the shelves in the 1950s. Oh, dang it. Same time as sea monkeys. Right, right. Beautiful time to be alive. <laughs> And, all the McCarthyism. Sorry, go yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're right. And sexism and all that. But anyway, yep, yep. pumpkin spice generally has been along for like since the colonial era. Really? Yeah, but we'll get that to that in a second. But first, why is pumpkin spice so popular? Um, good marketing by, I think. Do I want to give it all to Starbucks? I'll just say good marketing by certain companies. You can mostly give it to Starbucks. Okay. Starbucks released the pumpkin spice latte or PSL in 2003. Ah! Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, uh, but the thing is, is pumpkin spice and sorry, pumpkin spice is ingrained in autumn culture anyway. Yeah, it's like the nostalgia factor. Right, yeah. And Starbucks kind of capitalized on that. So people already liked pumpkin spice, but like it really exploded in 2003 because of the latte. Yeah. Pumpkin itself and the spices that go along with it is deeply rooted in American colonization and became an abundant food source. Mm-hmm. Like pumpkin especially. And then those yeah. spices were traded along during that general time. Mm. And so pumpkin spice allows modern people to access the emotional branding of pumpkin, but without the actual commitment to the fruit. The The phrase emotional branding of pumpkin is really funny to me, but I, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, it's the nostalgia and it's like very deeply American where like pumpkin kept people fed and then the spices came or came along and so if you just dump some pumpkin spice into a cake you can have a pumpkin spice cake without actually have to having to open up a pumpkin and deal with it yeah because pumpkins like pumpkins are cool but they're kind of stinky i love pumpkins like every year when sugar pumpkins are briefly in season i buy them and i roast them Oh, no, no. Like, don't get me wrong. I would, I love pumpkins, but I like them more as like a decoration mm-hmm. rather than to open it, get hit by the waft of pumpkin air that was trapped in there for its entire life and then have to scoop out the seeds because I just want the seeds, really. I feel that. 
I don't, I don't have enough time or energy just in general to carve out the meat to make pumpkin pie with it. Well, it's really like you have to get a different type of pie than what you might carve or put out as a decoration. Like the ones that you actually cook with are much smaller and they're easier to handle. It's like dealing with any other squash. You said pie, you meant to say pumpkin. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Yeah, look at you. Yeah. Uh, I, I love pumpkin. I could, I could eat it every day. As an American, I do love a good gourd. And un, somewhat unrelated fun fact, the, the pumpkin that you buy in a can mm-hmm. is not actually what we think of when we think of pumpkin. Really? Yeah. It's like some other squash and then they puree really? it. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. So if you're if, um, like the Libby's canned pumpkin, like that's not what, what we think of as pumpkin. <laughs> what is it? Like other cultures use the term pumpkin to refer to a bunch of different squashes and gourds. So, oh, but, okay. but, but like they, like all the canned pumpkin manufacturers, they use a blend of a couple different types of squash because like regular, what we think of as pumpkin is like much tougher and it has a different flavor to it. And so what we associate as pumpkin flavor in canned pumpkin is, is just different squash. That's oh my god, my world is falling apart. I know. My my mom used to like eat like the the can of it. Yeah. I've like never straight. done yeah. Oh. <laughs> she said it was a pregnancy thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's very healthy. I'm sure it is. As long yeah. as as long as you don't put like a bunch of sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've tried it raw and I gotta say I don't like it. You're not my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really good stuff. And yeah, and you know how canned pumpkin is bright orange? Yeah. Yeah, actual pumpkin, when you buy it and you cook it and you mash it up, it's actually a much more subdued color. Huh. It's not like orangey like that. It's the color of autumn. It's the color of autumn. Why do you hate why do people hate on um, pumpkin spice so much? It's probably like the best way I can describe it is imagine you're prob- also probably you but imagine you're me and you're 13 years old and you hate everyone and the everyone else is like oh my god I love this song by Justin Bieber and then you go well now I hate Justin Bieber yeah that's the best way I can describe it but also with pumpkin spice lattes yeah relatable um <laughs> it's quote-unquote basic Oh, but, yeah, but, yeah. but if you go a little bit deeper than that, it's actually just kind of sexism. Oh. Well, because if you think about it, when you think of pumpkin spice latte, you and other pumpkin spice products, you think of like the quintessential white girl in black leggings and Uggs and a North Face jacket. And there is nothing <laughs> wrong with that character. It's just, oh, that, no. it's just that people are hating on that because they're women. People like will find any excuse to hate women. Like just exactly. let them have their coffee. Right. <laughs> like pumpkin spice tastes good. Like I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's like I'm not like listen, I'm not like on the pumpkin spice train, but I'm not gonna judge you for drinking it. Right. You do you wear your Uggs, wear your nice little plaid scarf and your North Face jacket and get out there and enjoy the fall. Yes, please enjoy the fall. And the fall of capitalism, that is. And <laughs> 
Well, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> and that's another reason that people hate pumpkin spice. It's because like they fear that the capitalism that goes along with it because it's been so commercialized. Like pumpkin mm. spice is such a huge enterprise. If anything, I would hate it for that reason. Mm-hmm. But like does Starbucks Starbucks doesn't have like a patent on pumpkin spice or something, does it? I mean, I'm sure their formula is a secret. Maybe. Oh, did you know? Sorry for sorry. Sorry for taking this more off course. But did That's you okay. know? Pizza Pizza Hut has a patent on stuffed crust. I did know that. And like, but Papa John's just released one, didn't they? I thought Little Caesars was the one. Oh yeah, Little Caesars it. is too. But I think Papa John's did at some point. Okay, because like earlier this week, I'm like, God, I really want stuffed crust, and I tried to order Pizza Hut, but like it kept like saying no your debit card is stupid oh and so i couldn't get my stuff crust and so i wrote them a very angry email <laughs> wow saying that i ordered dominoes i love it <laughs> i've yet to hear back from them this was on i think uh wednesday did you email corporate or the actual location corporate <sighs> they're probably just gonna send you coupons they better honestly yeah <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. And anyway, um, another reason that people hate pumpkin spice is because a lot of food products that advertise pumpkin spice, they're claiming like people are claiming that they're deceptive because there's no actual pumpkin in it a lot of the time. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of the fault of the consumer. Like if something is marketed specifically as pumpkin spice, like check the ingredients like there's probably not actual pumpkin in it It, like pumpkin spice is its own ingredient and its own flavor which is not pumpkin yeah like before we started this episode I was on I was on the side of like it it should have pumpkin in it if it's a pumpkin spice edible product but now that you that we've talked about it more I think I'm okay with that because I recognize it as as its own separate entity now Right. Yeah. Like I personally, I would prefer to have actual pumpkin in my pumpkin spice products just because I like pumpkin, but pumpkin spice is perfectly valid as its own flavor profile. I think if more people knew like the history of it and like what we've talked about, I think they would be more okay with it. Yeah, maybe. And, and Starbucks did a couple years ago start adding. I know. I remember. Yeah. They start adding a little bit of actual pumpkin to it for our listeners who may not have known. Um, but just like a minuscule amount. Just the smallest amount. Now, I like to make a pumpkin spice latte with like a good couple of spoons of pumpkin in it. Mm. And it's very good. Oh, I should make. Can, can you like make a pumpkin spice latte at home? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I want to do that. I've done that. It's It's good. It's pretty easy. Next time you find yourself over here, I want to do that. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Yay. Um, and how many pumpkin spice products are there out there? Thousands. <laughs> yeah. <a> lot. <laughs> it's too many. Yeah, I don't have a definitive answer, but it's a lot. Like I found one, ar- one article that listed like 65, but there's definitely a lot more than that. I linked it so y'all can see it. Uh, And this particular article is simply listing 65 
pumpkin spice items that they claim have no right to be pumpkin spice flavored. And so based on that alone, like if there's 65 pumpkin spice products that don't have the right to be pumpkin spice, that means there's that many more that do have the right to be pumpkin spice. (laughs) Like, listen, I think there are a few things that can be pumpkin spice that like aren't like the spice itself and like the coffee. And I think those are like any kind of cake products, any kind of like pie and then like candles. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> some as of far the, as it goes. Some of the more random items I saw on this list include spam, English muffins, <laughs> and dog treats. Spam? Yeah. Okay. Should- now hear me out. Okay. I personally don't eat spam, but like, but like it's not crazy to me to add pumpkin spice to it because like people add stuff like cinnamon to meat all the time and it's good. Like there's no reason this couldn't work. Like if you're, as, if you're not loading it up on sugar, like it's just a spice blend. I think spam should be left alone. I'm not knocking spam. I've heard a lot of people like it. I know yeah. it's actually really popular in Hawaii. Yeah. But and Japan. And Japan. Oh, I didn't actually know that, but that's yeah. taken it a little too far for me. You shouldn't like, if it would work fine as a spice blend just like listen I get that you want to market it to the basic crowd I guess but just don't slap pumpkin spice on it just say oh with this special with this autumn blend or whatever Jesus autumn blend autumn what is what does not autumn that blend a, not mean? that that's any that's like the right Walmart. like what does that mean <laughs> like, like at least Walmart. if you say pumpkin spice you know what's in it that's like the walmart generic pumpkin spice autumn, autumn blend, blend. <laughs> or at least it's not like fall flavor fall flavor <laughs> you just like put a leaf in a blender <laughs> like a spice blender i don't know man like i make a pulled pork recipe that has cinnamon in it and it's very good that's I think fine pumpkin that's spice fine. would be good in it I don't see why not I think okay next time I go to the store I will look for pumpkin spice spam and I will bring it home and I will try it and okay. I will tell you how wrong you are great I can't There's wait no way that can taste good update us on twitter okay when you do it Gotcha. I'm going to the store tomorrow, so I'll look for it then. I don't know if it's even out this year, but we're going to find oh, out. I wonder if it's on Amazon. Maybe. Hang on a sec. <laughs> Sorry, keep talking. Well, we have one more question. Okay. What was the market value of pumpkin spice in 2018? Just as um, a category. Geez. 65.2 million. Over 600 million. Whoa! <laughs> wow! Enormous industry, although it has been slowly dying out over like the past few years. Like it oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. the popularity definitely reached its peak around 2014 or so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I miss um, that era, to be honest. No. I mean, I don't know. I was like 13. I wanted everything to die. In so. 2014, you were almost graduating from high school. Oh my God, you're so right. I want to die. We end the episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Research Rebuttal Podcast. You can find us on social media, on Twitter at Research Rebut and on Facebook and Instagram at Research Rebuttal Podcast. You can email us topic suggestions at researchrebuttalpodcast at gmail.com. And you can 
harass the American Citrus Council, tell them about the flavor of the fall of capitalism at American Citrus Council at gmail.com. And um, let us know on social media or by email. Have you ever had sea monkeys? Have you ever eaten them? And do you want pumpkin in your pumpkin spice? And what's your favorite pumpkin spice product? Mine is the poopery before you go toilet spray pumpkin spice scent on Amazon that I just found. I like it. Yeah, let us know. Uh, And uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.